Previously on the Morphin Grid, Billy is trying to put the Zeo Crystal together, but he's missing one key component. Isha's. Isha teleports in. There's a lion approaching her. That is like, you know what will happen if they put the crystal back together? And then Rita says, yeah, time will go back to normal and the Rangers will regain control. But yeah. Isha is screaming and drawing attention <laughs> to herself. Panicking. A hand comes in and grabs her and pulls her behind a rock. It shows this girl who just looks at Aisha and goes, shh. This girl's <laughs> name is Tanya. Tanya says, come with me back to the camp. He gets through the Hydro Hog. Why don't you come on down to Earth? You can drain all the water and then kill the alien rangers. So when are you going to get here? And he's like, what do I look like? I got bags to pack? I'll be there in like two seconds. <laughs> we cut back to Ish. I'm here because I'm on a quest. It's very important. And Tanya's like, if you're out here after dark, you will be dead. So Ish goes, well, I worked at an animal shelter. Maybe I can help. <laughs> Just like, oh, there's the village elder lady. She can help. She's the smartest woman I know. Then we cut back to Hydrohog, who drains the lake. They teleport to the pool. And the pool's already empty. And also, Hydro mid Hog is already there. Rito boots up the generator. Rita teleports into the command center and is like, hey, don't turn the generator on. And Goldar's like, well, I mean, we... And then Rito just bangs him in the chest with his sword. And he's like, yeah, we won't. Sure. Boisha and Tanya running through... Through a sunset. A sunset. <laughs> where Tanya is like, we gotta go. We gotta get to the village. It's going down. And Aisha's like, we'll be fine. And Tanya's like... You literally do not know that. And it stops on Delphine, like, reaching up reaching for anything at all. For, for hope. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Morphin Grid. I'm Jake. I'm Josh. And today we're watching episode 155, season 3, episode 43 of yeah. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. That is, that is accurate. Hog Day Afternoon, part 2. It aired on February 17th, 1996. Is written by... The Shook and Shell Connection, directed by Isaac Florentine. Before you turn your phone off, can you check to see when Zio started? The day? Yeah. April 20th. So you had to wait two months. Yeah. This one is two days after the last one, so you gotta really, you gotta hang on okay. that cliffhanger. Because guys, not to bury the lead, but I remember how it ends, and nothing else, but I do know how it ends. That's a long time to wait. So, if you're new here... Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. How's it going? Welcome to the last episode of season well, three. Glad, <laughs> glad you could join us. Glad you, like, glad you could make it. Um, uh, it's the second of a two-parter, so maybe go back to the <laughs> the last episode. Maybe bare minimum, go back to the last episode. If not, uh, just start at the beginning. We'll be here when you're ready. We'll be here when you get here. Nothing we're working on. And what we do is we pause the recording, we go watch an episode of Power Rangers, then we come back and we talk about it, and you can follow along. You got Netflix or DVDs. And this one you might want to watch, based solely on how it ends. All right, <laughs> so we're going to go watch it right now, because it's Morphin' Time! back and we just watched alien rangers part 10 or whatever i don't know <laughs> hog day afternoon part two so a couple things so last this time we're actually done i think yep last I couple threw my minutes. hands up in frustration and there was one part where i thought you might have walked away i think <laughs> i thought you were about to leave and go home <laughs> but you didn't thank god all my stuff was already unpacked it was so the last couple minutes is real cool getting there is a journey Oof. And we're going to talk about that in just a minute. But a first, quest, if you will. Morphingrid.tumblr.com is our website, and you can email us at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at Morphingrid. We're on Facebook at Facebook.com. We're on iTunes and Stitcher. You can leave us a rate and review. 
And if you don't, tough. Legally speaking, you have to. And I'm going to give you the date right now. Okay? Real easy. It might be too far out. I want to say January. <laughs> I want to say January 1st. We, they need to review us by January yes. 1st? Specifically, if you do it on January 1st, that's best. Because then we get this yeah, big open swell. Up, open up your word processor. I use Google Drive. <laughs> open that up. Uh, you got months to just like run some drafts. Just like, yeah, get a run, real good run a couple of tests. Get everything you want to say in there. But January 1st. Copy and paste that stuff. If we don't have like 130 more reviews, guess what? Cops are kind of coming to buy all your houses. At least 50. Because there's that weird hiccup in iTunes where episode 150 is still not showing up. So I'm going to resubmit it. So there might be some weird timeline stuff and you might get some weird re-downloads. Wait, are you resubmitting the whole feed? No, I'm going to have to resubmit that episode. Okay. I was like, don't do that. That'll get rid of all of our Um, our sweet reviews. (laughs) That episode, despite not being in... The iTunes feed has 50 downloads. So we're looking for 30 more reviews by January yeah. 1st, guys. All right, guys. Promise me right now that you'll do it. If you already have, don't worry. You're great. So I can hear them yelling, we promise in the past because they're hearing this later. <laughs> I can hear it. You can hear them in the past? I Well, we are in their past right now. Right. All the way from the past. Yes. You can hear them. Everything checks out so far. <laughs> that That was no weirder than how time works in Power Rangers. <laughs> We have an email that, again, I'm going to read at the end of this episode. It's from Sky. It directly pertains to uh, some spoilers, so we're just going to wait on that. We did get another email from Christina. It's more more best of stuff, and we'll cool. talk a little cool. bit more about that at the end. I do want to point out, though, that apparently I have told my dehydration story at least two times. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, Nothing in there about me telling mine before? About throwing up at Rietta Ranch? <laughs> <laughs> nope. All right. <laughs> Oh, apparently I told it all the way back in tangents. Whew, that was a uh, while ago. A lo- well, I can understand why you yes. had to tell it again. Just a refresher. And you also, hey, to be fair, you did not. You were not like, hey, you already told this story. You were like, this is new to me. I mean, I'd heard it before, but we don't just do this. We right. also do a Pokemon podcast, so maybe yes. it was on that. And we talk occasionally to <laughs> each other, you know, for fun. That's the joke. That's the joke. <laughs> well, it landed. Do you want to talk about Power Rangers? Unless, uh, I don't think we have oh, any new reviews. Here- Oh, man. I, I'm real tempted to be like, hey, you want to just do a five-minute rundown of what happens until we get to the end? Oh, no. There's too much stuff to talk about in this. <laughs> All right. Let's go. We start off on a lightning storm in the desert. Oops. Not a desert. It's a lake. <laughs> it's a dried-up lake. Now it's a desert. It's a desert now. It looks like your front yard. It's it all does. cracked it's all, up. It's all cracky. That's what happens when you live in Texas, and then it rains, and then it immediately is 180 degrees the next day. It bakes the ground, and it just makes this real cool crack pattern. Uh, You might recognize it from old moisturizer commercials. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lake. There's a news lady there reporting on how all the water's gone. And scientists don't understand why, because I guess scientists at large do not watch Angel Grove News. I guess. I mean, you'd think I should be glued to that channel. Right, I think, but there's I guess just I guess there there's no day. scientific progression in giant monsters. There's no reason to watch. I mean, I guess like like in New York, like they don't need to because like they got the Ninja Turtles hand- handling that. Everything's fine over there. That's true. But like, guys, monsters every day. Giant really ones. fight giant. I mean, there's the Technodrome, which is just kind of I don't burrowing I, around through the underground. I don't think the Technodrome was in the last mutation. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest no, with probably, you. You're probably right. I do need to watch it again. It's on Netflix. <laughs> and I finished Eye Zombie, which is real good. So and now I, you get to watch a terrible kids show. Yep, that's <laughs> fair. That evens out. <laughs> Billy says something about the cloud above it. He's like, "Oh, that's where all the moisture is. We need to get some water out of there." Billy, yeah, the, the clouds are taking. 
the, the he's. I think he says that the clouds are zapping the water. I I guess I thought Hydrohog was doing. Maybe these are his. I think clouds? he made the clouds. Okay, so or just the presence of him forms these clouds. Maybe basically what Billy says is like, we need to get that cloud to rain. You know, we need it to do its thing. If only we had a weather machine. If only we had a weather machine, which you did. Also, is that the last thing that Tangas ever do? Is wreck that weather machine? Yes. Because they're not in this episode they at all. They aren't in this episode. They weren't in last episode. Not that I remember. And the Because the episode before that was the weather machine. Yeah. Well, I picked a wrap on Tangas. <laughs> they went out with a whimper. So that's something. Also, Ninja just went to bed. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Ninja watched never they went, again. They went to the to the past. And now he's stuck in that vase again. And I guess he just doesn't get back out. I guess. I genuinely don't think we ever see Ninja again. No. Yikes. Okay, so Zordon tells them they need to make a device that will get the water out of the cloud. This is going to be a very important feature later that raises more questions than it answers. Stay tuned I for know, that. I know one answer. Before, like, Billy and Alpha are, like, starting on it. Before, or maybe they, maybe because of them starting on it. I don't know. But Tommy and Adam run upstairs. Or run into frame. Rocky is also there. No, Rocky and no cat. Rocky and cat are gone. Cat was there because she. No, no, she was. It like cut to her face from the view of the desert. That was earlier. Okay, she's not there now. No, her and Rocky they went outside have also to, gone. They went outside to play. Yes, I guess. <laughs> so they come up with they each have a because their young bodies have so much so more much energy, energy that they need they to just gotta, They got to work it out. So uh, Tommy and Adam have jugs of water. <laughs> and Adam's like, it was in the Command Center's Earthquake Readiness Kit. I was just picturing them going out to play in shifts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you two next, and then we'll you play tag, and then we'll play hide and seek, and then you play don't touch the rocks tag. Don't touch the rocks tag. Outside the Command Center, that's going to be really hard. It's a, it's a more advanced game. You're, you're I've, I've never played don't touch the rocks tag. Oh, at the at the old Ringe playground, the ground between the actually actual playground was rocks. Little tiny pebbles. Oh. It's like wood chips now or something. Or like Lame. like foam. <laughs> or like kitten fur or something so, so kids can't get hurt. <laughs> it's just a giant inflatable airbag. <laughs> Probably. Also, fun to note that the, they have a earthquake readiness kit. That's just like them being like, we got to put in a lesson. And they've never used it through all the earthquakes. There have been several earthquakes there, and they just never got around to it. They just forgot, I guess. Or maybe it's new. Or maybe it's old and they used it once and never replenished it. <laughs> Nothing but jugs of water in there now. So Tommy and Adam teleport down to the pool that the alien rangers are dying in. And they make them drink the water. Tommy dumps water down Delphi's yeah. throat. And like it's like, oh, finally, they <laughs> try he, he drinking run, the water. He runs up to them, almost like he's been playing along with them this whole time. He's like, here, drink this. Yeah. And just like dumps it in her mouth. Boosh. She's like, oh, thank you. We never, we never thought of intaking water this way. It seems so pedestrian. So then we cut up to Zed and Rita, and they're celebrating. They're like, just a little bit of water is not going to be enough. They, like they, they have gallons. Like they each have at least a half a gallon jug of water. And I would like, call those gallon jugs. And like spoilers, there's going to be more coming. And if that's not enough water, then they, I don't know what to tell you. We cut to the past, the farther past. The camp where Aisha and Tanya are just getting in. So no ali- no aliens ate them. Also no lions. <laughs> That's what I meant to say. Right. So they come up and there is this old woman. Her name is Ashala. She's like the wisest woman that Tanya's Basically ever met. Basically that there is. Yeah, pretty much in the entire world. 
So this is when things get all right. Weird. Shala is all like, hey, Tanya, what did I tell you about being out at dark? Even though they're all out at dark, but there's a fire. I guess. They're in town. Is there like a spell on the camp <laughs> that keeps the, the animals the li- out? The lions know. There's like a circle stop. of salt that they drew yeah. around the camp. Yep. Lions, lions and Because they're, they're possessed by demons. That's yeah. what the problem is. Obviously. Tanya's like, yeah, but I was like out there. Oh, she was tracking the lion. I was tracking the lion. Yeah. And then Aisha was like, yeah, she saved my life. Sorry for the inconvenience. So, sorry if I've caused any trouble. And she's like, no, it's fine. You're where you belong, I guess. And then Aisha's like, my aunt told me about my great aunt, or my mom told me about my great aunt, Ashala. And Ashala's and she's like, do you think that's you? And Ashala's like, yes. <laughs> Doesn't even, it like, is me. isn't taken aback at all. She's like, well, I am very wise, and I know for a fact that that is me, and you are home. <laughs> You are home, little one. I think at some point they say that this is like 50 years in the past. Yeah, this is like the 1940s. So Tanya is from America originally. Yeah. Went out there with her family on an expedition and her family didn't come back. Yeah. But she's still from the 1940s. Yeah, she's from uh, pre-World War II America. Yeah. So they're sitting down. They just cut to them, Isha, Isha and Tanya and Ashala sitting down and they're talking about how Aisha is the chosen one? She's Neo all yep. of a sudden? So that's She she worked at a uh, pet shelter for yep. like a month. She, yep, she volunteered. So she has all the knowledge needed to cure all the animals in the savanna, I, I guess. guess. Ashala talks about how like all of the animals are diseased and going crazy, and if they die out, then the people will die out because they all depend on each other, circle of life. You've seen Lion King, you guys get it. Then she's like, I don't remember what the segue to this is, but she's like, when times are tough, I always prey on my totem. And then she opens up this giant ornate treasure chest and pulls out the Zeo crystal. <laughs> now, I thought the direction they were going, I think I might have said this. I is think you did. The, the energy from the Zeo crystal was driving the animals insane. I thought that's what was going on. That's what it set up. I think. But that is not what it paid out. Nope. 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 So she's like, here, take it. It's yours now. I want you to have it. So Aisha picks it up. Aisha's quest is also garbage. Yeah, man. None of these trainers are earning their gym badges. Yeah. Bunch of Ash Ketchums. Bunch of Ash Ketchums. <laughs> and as we know, Ash Ketchum is a loser. <laughs> Please see Pokemon World Tour Episode 3. Two? Four. <laughs> Listen to all of them. They're all great. This is all. They're pretty good. I think so. I'm not going to say great. I don't want to oversell it. Make I'll oversell decisions. it. I think they're great. Cut back to the future past. And <laughs> and your boy Tiki, sorry, sorry, Mullet Kid and Cat are running in with a wheelbarrow, not a wheelbarrow, like a wagon, like a, like a red flyer wagon full of jugs of water. Right. And they start like assembly line passing them down and they make them drink more water. Make the alien rangers drink more water. I don't know if anything is happening, but they are definitely pouring gallons of water down these people's throats. And they're right? still—they're not people. They're aliens. I mean, they're people. They're like—they're not. They're aliens. Like, what even is a person? They're like anthropomorphic, but they're not human. They're not people. I'm not talking about—I'm talking about like sentient beings <laughs> who can like feel and do things. I'm not talking about like. From well, Earth like people. dogs aren't people, and they feel and do things. Dog, a, some dogs are people. No, they think they're people, and that's why they're so cute. <laughs> I've seen dogs that are kind of people. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. 
like Zoroark. He's a werewolf. He's kind of a person. Yeah, he is. See episode that's not up yet of <laughs> Pokemon World Tour for that. It'll be up by the time they hear this. So they're making him drink this water, and Cat looks at Tommy, and little Tommy is doing his just his hardest. He's working so hard to act. To act worried and, and sad. And sad and scared. So they have all, the Equation Rangers I'm talking about, Yeah, drank like, Looks like two gallons apiece. We don't know what's going on sure. off camera. And they're still dying in a pool. Yeah. Cat's like, oh, they're not doing so well, are they? Uh, no, Cat. All the water's gone from the earth. <laughs> they're not doing well. Not all of it. Not this 10 gallons that they found. It's okay, because we cut back to the command center, and they are done building their thing. Is, this, is this where I walked out? Is this where I... <laughs> this is where you about walked out. Okay, so they got this gun. This gun is going to shoot the cloud. Cloud's going to open up, going to pour some water down. Cool? Cool. It sounds good so far. Here's what Zordon says. Alpha, pull up the clouds on the viewing globe. Billy, aim the weather gun at the viewing globe and shoot the clouds, and then that'll work. Also, while they're, while they're building, while we're talking about that'll work, while they're building the the weather ray, I don't, I don't the weather ray? I don't know what to call it. The weather gun? <laughs> sure. The cloud gun. Billy's like, oh man, Alpha, do you think it'll work? And then Alpha says, oh, I think it'll work, but I just don't know how effective it will be. Which means I think it'll work, but I'm not sure if it will work. Right, yeah, because, like, how effective it'll be. Well, will it make it rain? Because it's, kind of, it's, it's kind of a binary thing, right? We're not looking for, like, an amount of rain. We just need, like, any, right? I guess. But thanks for the confidence, Alpha. <laughs> so he points the gun at the viewing globe. Hires it into the viewing globe. And somehow it clouds. Works. And it rains. At least in the pool. I don't yep. know if it's everywhere or not. Directly over the pool, it rains. But it only lasts for a second. But that is enough. They've been drinking gallons of water for, assume, hours. Yeah, who knows? Right? Uh, but this little sprinkle of rain, they, like, stand up and do their little, like, shadow puppet Sha- bird Shadow wave. butterflies, yeah. And they're like, okay, we're good. We're That was more than enough to kill Hydrohog, which we've never ever been able to do before yeah, but like a little sprinkle but some we, of this dirty earth rain gave us enough hydration that we could just go do it right like we live on a planet made out of water we've never beaten it before but like i guess we need just a couple you know we need to drink some and then like just get a little damp on the outside and then now we're good to go <laughs> it when it starts raining the camera is on just like a shot of nothing but rain coming down and then pans to the left it's been pouring this whole time and finally, when it gets to Tommy, who is drenched, just covered, like, sopping yeah. wet, he's like, guys, it's raining. It's raining. <laughs> Did you notice that it's raining? <laughs> and it was like, yeah, Tommy, we know it's <laughs> yeah, we're raining. All soaked. Now we have to go change our clothes. Or else we'll get sick. Great. I hope you're proud of yourself, <laughs> Billy. Also, I can't stress enough how dumb it is that they shot through the viewing globe. I don't even think this is the first time something like this has happened. I, I don't. But I, maybe... Maybe I'm making up it happening before. I don't know. It's just so stupid and front. It's like, hey, we don't want to bring this prop somewhere, even though we're filming at the pool and right. we have teleportation magic to just put them in right. the pool. It's, nope. Just shoot it through the viewing globe. We're doing right. it all in one take today. <laughs> we got. It's, we're almost out, guys. We've almost put this episode to bed. Or it was like a stroke of genius that like Shell Danielson had. <laughs> it was oh man, what if they just shoot the viewing globe and like and no it's not in just the a camera, like, no? but it's an interdimensional portal <laughs> that lets them shoot the cloud. If you're 
under those clouds. All of a sudden, a laser comes out of laser nowhere. laser beam just fires from nowhere into the clouds. Into the clouds. <laughs> it starts raining. Yeah, it's ridiculous. This is a terrifying world to live in. <laughs> I would I would leave Angel Grove. I would move I would move anywhere else. I would move to like the middle. I would move to like Nebraska. Just move here. Nothing's like, happening down here. Yeah. Here being Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. It's pretty cool. Get real sweet wrestling once a month. No giant monsters, but then there's like no shredder and dimension X stuff, because that's on the other side of that's the country. On the other side. Um, let's see. Where's Beetleborgs? Beetleborgs is, I think, in California as well. But I'm not sure. I think so. I don't know where VR Troopers is. From that one episode of Beetleborgs that I have seen, <laughs> I think it was in California. Oh, man, my favorite. Do you guys remember that? Do you remember a prank <laughs> episode? My favorite part about that is trying to make it seem as if you had watched 22 other episodes <laughs> of Beetleborgs. We did not go into that prepared, and we pranked ourselves Oh, boy, we good. got pranked. Good, good prank, us. Because I didn't know any of the monsters' names, so that was fun to try to fake. I still, I know, I know Wolfgang, and I know Mums, and then I'm pretty sure that the Dracula's name is not Biff Biffington of the Biff Town Biffs. <laughs> that's the only name I have associated with him. Uh, and then Frankie and uh, Flabber. Flabber. I, I just, almost called him Glubber. I just can't remember the vampire's name. Drake. It's Biff Biffington from the Biff Town Biffs. Got that hotline bling. People, <laughs> people. That's all I hear. That's all right. All I... Let's, get, okay. let's get back on track. <laughs> so anyway, they morph. The alien rangers morph now that they are all moist and they teleport to wherever Hydro Hog is. And they start fighting Hydro Hog, who one of his giant uh, water mine shoulder pads says Navy on it. I didn't notice that before. So that's something else, huh? Uh, <laughs> is Hydro Hog, and you may not know the answer to this, the big bad from Kaku Ranger? Absolutely not. He is just a monster. There's no way. No, because Master Vile is the big bad. Right. Um, I think he's just a monster, and here, I think he might be one of the more important just a monsters. Maybe. Okay, guys, I've seen zero seconds of Kaku Ranger proper. I've only seen what they've shown in Power Rangers, but here is my theory. They have the Shogun Zords, which are the first Zords. Because they turn into the Shogun Zords, and then they turn into the Shogun Megazord, right? So that's okay. the first Zord. The Falcon Zord is one of the three gods, along with the Shogun Megazord and the Ninja Megazord, one of the three god generals. So I think this is, like, on the cusp. This is, like, the, the first level up is going from Shogun Megazord to Shogun Megazord with your sixth guy. I think that's what it is. And I think okay. Hydrohog is, like, a semi-important transitionary All right. guy. But I don't know. Everyone buy Die Ranger on DVD so Cocker Ranger can come out so I can watch that. I think Die Ranger is out now. It is. When you're hearing this. It is out. It's been out for a while. You can get it on Amazon since October, I think. But that was a pre order. No, no. It can't. Like, Raymond got his like a month ago. Of Die Ranger? Yeah, it's weird. Like, on. That you, is weird. Yeah. Because I just had an update on Facebook that says it comes out in a couple days. It's been out. You can, you can get it. And the when I added it to my wish list on Amazon, it was for a pre order. Really? Yeah. Maybe it was through the maybe sh- maybe they did factory. maybe they did like a special yeah. pre-sale or something. I don't know. Either way, guys, it's available now. You can go get it. And if you do, if enough people do, we get Cocker Ranger, and we can watch that because it sounds great. Yeah, they said that if Die Ranger does well, they'll do Cocker Ranger. Yeah, and then so do that. I want to see all of them. So yeah. just keep buying them. Because if we do, if we get Cocker Ranger, then it's O Ranger, which is Zio, and then we get Car Ranger. I think Car Ranger is probably a lot of fun. To see how crazy Car Ranger is. Anyway, you can tell we didn't love this episode by how we're not talking (laughs) about it. We are really actively trying to not talk Um, about it. Anyway, 
they're fighting. He gets hit one time to make Hydro Hog grow. But they say make my monster grow, except, like, he's definitely, like, an employee. Like, you outsourced him. Yeah. He's not your monster. He's a monster. He's a monster. Make this monster grow? That would have been fine. Rita, you went through, like, 40 of these before you got the right one in season one. So they make him grow. The alien rangers call their Shogun Zords. There's a little fight. And the Shogun Megazord pulls out its fire sword. And we're like, oh, really? Okay. Uh, he gets hit. Like, Hydrohog hits him with a sword. Yeah. It's like a pirate scimitar or something. Yeah. And, like, just runs it down his chest. And there's, like, half a second of the Megazord being like, ow. And then it just cuts to him setting his sword on yeah, fire. Yeah, I thought he was good. I thought his it's arm was going to fall off. It's a very yeah. jarring cut. And, and Yeah, and it's like, nope, fire sword. So they go to hit him with a fire sword. Dude catches the fire sword. Just palms it. He's, He's like, uh-uh-uh. Like, you don't get to win that way this time. <laughs> Can't let you do that, Shogun Megazord. <laughs> so then he like cuts the Shogun Megazord twice, and he's got like this mouth blast, and they're like, "Oh no, we're done. This is it." Except they don't say that. Like, but it's implied that yeah. they're done. Do the just, Alien Rangers say anything? Nothing. At all? It cuts from are there. Are they in the Shogun Megazord, or are they just controlling it from the ground? No, they're in it. We never see them in it, though. Well, they, they're they, Schrodinger's alien rangers. Well, they, we don't know if they're in there or not. They go into the Shogun Zords, which we saw a couple episodes ago. They like f- meld into it, remember? right? And okay, those turn into the so they're a part of it. How weird would it be to just be the arm? That'd be real weird. That'd be real weird. I have an arm now, guys. This is my lot in life. They're like, okay, we're dead. That's imply what they're thinking because they don't actually say it again. So then we cut to the command center. Where they're like, oh no, they're dead. Uh, and they're like, is there something we can do? Like, we need, we need more power. Oh, uh, they don't get, <laughs> they don't get any more power, uh, because Ninjor is. They mentioned that like Ninjor is trapped in a bubble somewhere. I think. Do they mention Ninjor, or am I making that up? No, they don't care. I about don't know. I think they're like, oh man, how can we help him? And Zordon's like, oh, there's a Falcon Zord. He like jumps on him before they could think of Ninjor. <laughs> <laughs> right. Also, okay. they're still in the future past. And so Ninja is, uh, he's a genie in a bottle, baby. So Come, 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 let him out. <laughs> <laughs> well, they haven't come let him out yet. They can't. They need to. But someday, we cut down to the basement with Goldar and Rito, trying to stop the bomb from blowing up. So they had over 16 and a half minutes yep. to go up there and get the Zeo Crystal. Because wasn't the plan, get it before they finish it? Yeah. Okay. And, and we don't know what time it is now. We don't see the the clock now you can see it but you can't really read it yeah because they're waving it around i think it's somewhere in the 600s but i'm i'm guessing who knows so they are just like ah turn it off ah then we cut to them going like hey what can we do they're dying right now this is a problem and then billy goes oh i'll just use the remote control <laughs> to call the falcon zord in those two stupid idiots in the basement i can't get over them. they have like 10 minutes left maybe yeah and they're just like Staring at the detonator, freaking out about it, instead of doing anything at all. At first, Goldar's like, how do we deactivate it? And then Rito's like, you don't. Rito, at first, he, well, first he goes, let's pound it with a hammer. Let's hit it with his hammer. And, and Goldar like, don't is do like, that. no dumb guy, you can't do Please that. Please don't do that. Also, this gets especially frustrating later when you see what their end game is. I bet Rito knows what's gonna happen to them and so he's he seems like he's just goofing on goldar like the whole time i don't want to spoil what happens what happens right, right, but yeah, i'll yeah. explain when we get there um i don't think i don't necessarily think i agree when i explain it 
We'll see. Okay, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll table it, guys. Get, this is very juicy stuff that you're gonna have to wait until <laughs> next season for. But anyway, Billy sums up the Falcon Sword with his Frankenstein remote control. Frankenstein, Frankenstein, Frankenzord, Frankenzord. Oh, oh. Just moving on. Moving on. So Falconzord flies in, and there's some fighting with Hydrohog, and then they connect to the Shogun Megazord, giving the chest guns with a Z on the end of it. They blast the heck out of him. He dies. They blast. For like a minute. The ever-loving heck out yeah, of him. They they are not taking any chances. Because they are so mad that they did not get to fire sword him to death. Right? I mean, they have, right? They, they must have used a fire sword at some point. But like maybe they're just like, like oh, it's way better than the finisher we have. Right. We just have like a, like a button that we press and then everything stops for them. This <laughs> is a fire sword. <laughs> they're like, all right, Zordon, we're going to teleport back to the lake so we can rehydrate because... You know, I guess we don't need fancy Evian water anymore. We just need whatever's handy. Because why? Why? Why would you take the first five episodes of this the season into account? Who cares? No, who cares? This is whatever. It's whatever. So then, but don't they actually go home? No, that's in a little bit. Okay. So then we cut back to the Savannah, and it's dawn, and we see them all in silhouette. And oh no! Oh no! It's Tanya Ish and Ashala. Oh no! And Ashala is handing. Aisha, the Zeo Crystal, I think, or Aisha already has it. I don't know if she took it back I or not. I can't remember. All I um, know is all it, that, yeah, it there's cuts one here. major thing that, that kind of takes up all the attention in the room. And Ashala is just like, are you guys sure about this? They're in silhouette, so I guess that means they have to overact with their right. bodies. It might be both of them, but I think I only heard Tanya, who's like, yes, we are definitely sure about this. Like, nodding. Just yeah, so, so hard. hard. And saying it, like... With the nods? Yeah. Yeah. It's morph suit acting but without being in a morph suit, basically. And it's bad. And it looks dumb. Yeah. And I don't think anybody likes it. I'm assuming the sun is rising at this point. Yeah. So then they go into the savannah. They they just walk away. Why which, was Tanya tracking that lion? It's being weird. It's <laughs> doing weird stuff. I don't know. All right. So what I don't understand is why they have to do what they're about to do in the Savannah, and they can't just do it wherever. Like, they can't... Cause There's a lot of things about this that I don't understand. Okay, so... it's Because here we are. They're 50 years in the past. Yep. Zordon. Because Adam at one point is like, oh, man, I hope Aisha gets back soon. And so Zordon's like, yeah, Alpha, uh, just channel the viewing globe into all the dimensions or whatever. The chronal and, dimensions, you know, And then when we find... Aisha, because we will. So when we do, pull her up on the viewing globe. So they pull her up as they're walking through the the desert, the, the savannah. And they're like, there she is. But who's that with her? And they're like, I don't know. What's going on? And then I don't remember how because I'm still just flabbergasted about the way they present this. Because they get to this, like, clearing. Why they have to go all the way out here is beyond me. And she's like, all right, Tanya, are you ready? Tanya's like, what if they don't like me? They haven't said what's happening, but, like, right. they're sending Tanya. She's sending Tanya back in her place. Now, pause. Aisha, darling, you don't think that might mess with a couple things? No, it'll be fine. You don't think that might muck a couple things up? No. Don't worry. They explain that away. Okay. Zordon <laughs> projects his head into the sky 50 years in the past. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. 
Oh, God. You don't think that's going to muck some stuff up? It's just a giant head in the sky. You can see that thing for miles. For miles. The Savannah's very flat. Yeah. And he's like, Aisha, I knew one of you was not going to come back. There's some, like, crazy village of people, like, way out there who are looking at this. Like, right under it? They're like, oh, my God. Who is Aisha? And what is happening? There's one girl in the town named Aisha, and now she's venerated as a princess or something. <laughs> He's like, I knew one of you wasn't going to come back, and I'd be lying if I didn't say it was going to be you. <laughs> I knew that you didn't have it in you. At least I got rid of one of you. But, she, but then, then they trade, so he doesn't. He's like, ah, rats. Why do they trade? Can I ask this question now? Be, uh, yes, because they need a fifth ranger. They need well, someone. I understand that, but they have Billy. Mm. Okay. You're right. When, when Tanya gets He's there. He's already a man, though. But when Tanya gets there, she gives the crystal to Billy. Uh-huh. Right? But, like, why not just send the crystal through instead of Be- screwing with Tanya's entire life? Because, Josh, Billy is a dad. And as we all know, dads can't be Power Rangers. <laughs> Also, I think they said something about how... I don't think that's one of the three rules. I think it's... Uh, Don't reveal your identity. Don't escalate a battle unless it's escalated for you. And uh, don't be a dad. Uh, Don't be a dad. (laughs) And no dads allowed. Uh, What is the other rule? uh, Don't use your past for personal gain. Oh, yeah. You can um, do that, but don't be a dad. That one's 50-50. That's like, if the circumstance is fine, but like... If if you're you're dadding it up, you're out. Yeah, if you're above dad, then I don't think so. I think it's the, like the implied fourth rule. It's like no dads, specifically <laughs> no dads. And Billy's time was up because he's a man now. There are three rules, asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's some bylines. <laughs> some amendments. <laughs> some bylaws. She's like, all right, I'm going to send Tanya. That cools her on. He's like, yeah, totes. And now, as you know, this will change your family's history. And, no. So they'll be back with you. They'll be with you. When the timeline gets normal well, again. Well, she was about to abandon this family anyway. Yeah, she, oh, she was. She had already decided, my family doesn't need to know where I no, am. Maybe I died. Who cares? <laughs> Tanya's family is already gone. Yeah, she got nothing to lose. But here's the thing, okay? They're in Africa right now. 1940s Africa. Yeah, 1940s Africa. So this is not like it's not like we're like in like slavery era, right? This is way after because that ended in 19 uh, or 1865, right? So right. that it's been a minute. But what weird? What does this imply that you're? Oh, we're gonna change time and your family's gonna be in Africa again? What? Like whoa? So okay, time, time goes back to normal. Yeah. 50 years ahead. Ashala presumably turns to dust. She just vanishes. Just like, <laughs> she's gone. Not a young lady. I hate this so much. Right? It's terrible. It's so dumb. So, and, okay, okay. Now, now let's talk about this then. Because Aisha stays to help the animals 50 years in the past. Yeah. But then time goes back to normal. And I didn't hear anything about a plague in the African savannah in the 1996, did you? I guess in the interim, Michelle figured it out. Because all of a sudden, time disappeared. I should disappear for 50 years. <laughs> I don't know. Or does all that time actually pass with her there? So, like, I mean, she doesn't fix it. She, like, touched a couple cats in a pet shelter. She right. Didn't do she anything. Held, like, her, her job was she held some. She held a cat or two. <laughs> and she made she made some noises and she missed an episode because she, she only worked in a pet shelter for plot convenience. So Whatever. I, I'm washing my hands of this. Aisha's gone. Aisha's gone. Aisha's gone. Picture wrap on Aisha. Well, no, not yet. We got we got one more one more bit of Aisha uh, to get through. So 
Tiny teleports out. She takes a crystal. The the two the equal sign flashes over her. She glows yellow for a second. Flies through a portal. Lands in the command center. Cat should immediately break down. She should freak. Have a nervous breakdown. Cat is crying because Aisha is not coming back. They might all be crying. It's kind of. It's I don't like, know. I think just Cat is. It looked like Tommy even was Adam, trying to cry. Adam, who was like really good friends with Aisha, yeah. was like, oh, I'm going to miss her. <laughs> <laughs> Hope Tanya's cool. Zordon's like, oh, it's very brave of her to abandon everything she knew to stay and, like, I guess that get killed by lions. true, but, like, at the same time, there's no way she can help it all. No, because, like, like, logistically, time goes back to normal. It shoots 50 years minimum into the future. It's like instantly. Instantly. Before Aisha has a chance to react, she's... So all that stuff is gone, and her parents have gotten obliviated, and they don't know what happened in the interim. They just know that they're in Africa now, and that's fine, I guess. <sighs> well, if the whole history changed, then I guess... Does this mean that Aisha was know. never a Power Ranger now? No, once a Ranger, always a Ranger. That's out, that exists outside of time. That is a that is a universal fact. Okay, <laughs> so she was still there, but she never. If went. if you are ever a Ranger, you have always been and always, always will be okay. a Ranger. And that's like in a metaphysical sense, right? I'm talking in an actual who <laughs> helped fight yes, the monsters. Because if her family history is altered, then she has never been in Angel Grove she or Stone went, Canyon. No. But they all have memories of her still, I guess, because of their power coins or whatever. I'm thinking Zero Crystal, guys, because I, cause the other thing is... Oh, their power coins have been wrecked. Yeah, they've been crushed. Goldar turned them into dust and threw them into the wind. Into gold dust. You did an impression, remember? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's Zero Crystal power now, okay? Get get used to it. Chalk up the gold dust impression for the best of. <laughs> okay, I'll look... Uh, I think I put it in the description, so I'll... I'll look for it. It's Tanya, so we need to like just get to the plot because right. if we, if we right. argue the metaphysics of it, we're gonna be we're gonna be lost in these weeds forever, Josh. And I need to <laughs> I need to go to bed today. <laughs> so, uh, so Tanya looks over at Billy, at Hot Dad Billy, and is like, "Oh, you must be Billy. You must be Billy. Aisha told me there'd be a hot dad there'd here. Be a hot dad here." And I said, "That's not an expression I'm familiar with, but I think I know what you mean because nobody was calling people hot dads back in 1940." In a camp in the African in the Savannah. African Savannah. It's ridiculous. So Billy, she hands Billy the crystal. <laughs> I don't know why that. It's like Billy Crystal, but <laughs> I didn't get there until you oh, said it. Oh, Billy Crystal, which would be a great band name if it wasn't the name of a very famous comedian already. Anyway, right. he puts the crystal. He like hard puts it in there. He's like he holds it up it. above his head and just like shoves it yeah. down in into the the final space. Like he is space assembling of... the silver monkey. Like right, yeah. he's got and the he... headpiece. He's got it figured out. <laughs> just boosh. Boosh. Oh, you got to bop it once on the head. You didn't get it good enough. You right. get a little... <laughs> so he gets it. Oh, those dumb kids who try to put the head on first. What are they about? No, guys, what? <laughs> it's not it's not like the the middle parts of sweater. You can't pull. You can't just pull snow pants up over it. The head has to go last. Back, back to the episode. Back to the episode. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> I won't tell your mom you died by silver monkey. <laughs> Thank you. Don't tell anyone that. It's embarrassing. He died doing what he loved. <laughs> arguing about Power Rangers and Legends of the Hidden Temple. So anyway, Billy puts the crystal together. It starts spinning, and then there's an earthquake. Because a thing is about to happen, and too bad they drank all their water because now they're not ready for this earthquake. <laughs> well, the earthquake is from the Zeo crystal. Yes, putting time back. Yeah, which we, also makes the earthquake. Because uh, we so, cut downstairs. Okay. And Goldar and Rita are like, ah, it's blowing up. 
or well, Rita's like that and goes like, no, it's not. I'm holding it. And Rita's like, nope, it's definitely blowing up. It's not, though. It's the earthquake. And we see the five Zeo symbols start running around the Earth. Okay, in the correct direction. So has the Earth been rotating backwards the whole time? I just, I have no idea. And then, so it's always been going in reverse the time? (laughs) (laughs) I'm dead. I died. I don't know. I don't know. Guys, right, right in. Anyway, the Zeo crystals fix time, so we don't have to talk about it anymore. It's, It's over. We cut up to the moon. We see the Earth. It's not doing anything. It's just sitting there. It's fine. Uh, Zed and Rita are like, yeah, in a second, we'll get it. We'll let them have the zero crystal for like a minute, and then we'll steal it from them because we're so bad. It's so fun to be so mean. I don't know what got it into Zed's head that this is a plausible plan. I mean, Right, because Goldar and Rita are panicking in the basement, which I still think is part of Rita's plan of just mess with Goldar Right, he's a jerk. That just cuts the Lord's head like, we did it, we won. That's We're gonna, oh. they, they think they won, but it's it's uh, our plan's going to work, We're even though nothing, this time. nothing is pointing in that direction. We cut to uh, Bulk and Skull. They're having a swing-off. They are, like, whoever, <laughs> whoever can get higher wins. Whoever gets the highest first is the rule that Bulk puts in place. Well, that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make it. I was thinking about that later, because then I think Bulk wins. I get, well... In, like, a second. I guess yeah. he made up the rule. Oh, whoever gets the highest first. And then, like, was higher for a second and right. noticed. He's like, oh, I win. I win. Um, but then they turn back into adults. The The swing breaks under bulk. He goes flying and he lands. And then Skull is laughing at him and says, Bulky, you're a loser. You're such a loser. It's a little harsh. It's a little harsh. But then his chain breaks and he lands right next to bulk. I am, I am glad that his chain also broke. Yes. And this was not just... A fat, like a joke. fat joke. Yeah, uh, it's it's uh, you're both too big to be on swings. Yeah, uh, but but you know, Bulk is a physically larger man, so of course his broke first. So Bulk and Skull are now sitting on the ground. Yeah, and they're like, "Why are we playing on a swing set?" And Skull's like, "I won't tell anyone if you don't." <laughs> so they're like, back, baby. Deal. And they have no recollection now of the the new past. What is happening? I don't know. I whatever. I, I don't care anymore. I don't I'm know. Washing my hands <laughs> of this. Come back to the command center. They're all adults again. What was Cat wearing? Part one. Haven't done this in nine episodes on purpose. <laughs> that would have been weird, you guys. <laughs> Cat's wearing the same thing the little cat was wearing. They're all wearing the same clothes. Cat's got a, a denim uh, dress on, and she's got like a pink long sleeve shirt under it. It's not a. It's not a flattering outfit. I think it looks fine. It's. I, it's a. It's a cute outfit. I think it looks a little too kitty on her, like enough to be weird. Maybe that's just me. It might just be you. Uh, I think I, it's fine. I think it looks cute. When I finally, I'm not saying it's not cute. I just think it's a little. It, it looks. It just looks weird. Okay. I'm used to her in like more in mom jeans and no, like not mom jeans, with like a like, t-shirt and a vest and her watch like a little bit above her wrist and turned around. <laughs> so it's inwards. No, she doesn't dress like a mom. She doesn't dress like, she doesn't dress like your mom all the time. Not sometimes, all the time, but sometimes. Sometimes she does. Sometimes she dresses like she's on her way to a. a, a a, a spoon concert or something. <laughs> She's got a band. Yeah, you know her spoon. No, you ever heard the song Underdog? Like from the cartoon? No, the song by Spoon <laughs> Underdog. We don't have time to talk about Spoon. Okay, guys, it's gonna be in the show notes once those <laughs> once those get up. I hope guys soon soon. I promise. Okay. Tanya turns around and it's like, oh, 
this is our new friend Tanya. Right, it's like a big reveal yeah. of adult Tanya. Like right. she's a new character now. Yeah, like it's weird that they did it. It's like, no, guys, it's still Tanya. Here's my problem. I do kind of like the suspense on ooh, what does she look like? What she looks like? Is she gonna be fifty years older? No, she's because just a that's teenager. when she's from. Well, no, because the time went back forward from 1988, and she went back in. She was transported into 1988 without okay. aging. So, so she aged. From 88 to 96. Okay. All right, okay, okay. So does that mean that Aisha is only eight years in the future? I hope eight years is not enough to cause all the animals to die. For those of you who can't see this podcast, uh, Josh is shrugging. <laughs> I don't know anymore. Uh, <laughs> Aisha's like 63 now. I don't. <laughs> hey, Power Rangers. Hey, Power Rangers. Come, come here. Come, come here. I'm gonna turn. I'm gonna get all of them in this mic. I'm gonna get real with you. Don't ever do time travel stuff again. I know you got a whole series. There's a whole season for it. Oh, I'm kind of excited about that. But like, that yeah. might be more well thought out than this. I have a feeling it is. Anyway, because this is just like, hey, what if we did some time travel? Oh yeah, all right. Like, is there rules to that? No. Okay. <laughs> like this entire season is so inconsistent. We're okay. N- never mind. Never mind. Because <laughs> I see Aisha walking up to Ashala, and they hug, and they're like, oh, there's Aisha. That's she's hugging it. that like almost dead old lady, <laughs> that ninety-year-old woman. Oh my god! And then that's it. Picture wrap on Karen Ashley. We never see her again on Power Rangers. Uh, we do have Tanya now, played by Nakia Baris. I can't. I always pronounced it Nakia. Well, one of us is right. Who knows? Nakia, right in if you're listening. Or Nakia, right in. What? A, what? Let of us you? know which one. Either of you. Let us know which one you're writing to. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> I'm Jake, by the way. Thanks. Big fan. Um, I'm pretty sure Tanya's great. I I have a lot of good memories of Tanya. Tanya is great. So It's just weird that she's a... Oh, that's... Like what, a 10-year-old from 1940 that was rapidly aged into a teenager in 1996. Oh, we're going to read an email at the end of the show. This guy's email is all about. He explains it in, in a way that I really enjoy. So then the Rangers are like, we're going to go say goodbye to the Alien Rangers. Tanya, you don't know them. Stay here. Alpha will fill you in on, I guess, the internet and BK Ratch Tech. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and a glowing piece of that awesome, awesome rock. rock. <laughs> and she's like, the Zeo Crystal? And they're like, no, different awesome no, rock. No, the aggro crack. The you have a lot crack. to learn, Tanya. Uh, oh, oh, sweetheart. You got a lot to go. You got a oh, lot to go. honey. So they, <laughs> so they teleport out of there. They meet the ra- the alien rangers. They all like they shake their hands. And they're like, "Thanks for helping out." I mean, well, first they teleport in, and Delphine is like, "Tommy, Tommy, yeah, you have to be. You must be him. You look basically exactly the same." They shake hands. And they're like, "You know, thank you so much for helping us." And the alien rangers are like, "You would have done the same for us." And they're like, "Yeah, we would have." Except Adam got um, a haircut Adam at some a- point. <laughs> Adam. <laughs> Adam- when he's okay, when he turned into a kid, he had like longish, not longish, but like longer hair and a longer short hair. Right, he had my haircut in the nineties. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and then you guys all know what that looked like. Well, into the two thousands. Oh, it's just like parted in the middle. Yeah, it's not a bowl haircut. And then like his his baby form had the same hair, and then now that he's an adult again, he's got like a like a crew cut sort of thing. Yeah, it's like really curly on the top and a little long. And no, like, it wasn't curly. No, no. I that was an old, was. old haircut. I thought it, it was still a little curly. No, it was just like straight hair. Like just I'm picturing a, it totally different. A I'm picturing longer. it like a little curly, very wet, and like just real short around the side. So it's like just a little bit of curls happening on the top. I don't think, I don't think there were any curls like a, on the like top. A, like a jerry curl, but just like a little tiny bit on nope, the top. I don't think there was any curls in, in and this And it's hair. just so packed with gel that it looks so wet. 
Because if it was curly at all, I think I wouldn't have noticed that his hair was different. Well, I noticed that it was definitely shorter. It was it was like a it was like buzz, but like longer Welcome on to the, the top. Grade. We talk about Adam's haircut. Welcome to and, haircut, um, and that's it. A new podcast about different people's haircuts from television from the nineties. That would be fun. <laughs> There's your twenty minute podcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, before the ranger, the alien rangers leaves to go back to their home planet. Uh, Delphine winks at Tommy, which I liked a lot. I thought that was a nice character moment. Right, because she was like, hey, hey, boy. Hey, hey boy. adult you. Hey. Uh, if you're ever in neighborhood, whenever in you're in Aquatar, I hear you're single. I hear your lady friend went to Florida. So like, He's not uh, single yet. He's in a long-distance relationship. Yeah. You're right. You're right. So then they teleport away. We cut back to the basement. Bomb's got 50 seconds to go. And they're still They're just panicking. yelling at it. Yeah. Goldar is doing that thing like in cartoons where they, they bite their fingernails like a typewriter. Right. Back and forth. He's doing that. And Rito's like, ah! Yeah. So it's going to blow up. Then Rita's voice comes out of nowhere and is like, hey, idiots, go get the Zeo crystal now. 60 seconds on the clock. And go. go. They, here's what happens. Right? I'm going to run it down. Okay. They teleport into the command center. Zordon says, don't do that. And they say, we're doing that. And then they take the crystal and they leave. Yep. And then, and uh, at one point, because Tanya, Tanya is there, Tanya's like there. freaking out in the yeah. corner. Like, oh my God, those are like monsters. That's a legit monster. Um, uh, when Zordon says, I command you to leave at once, yeah. that's what he says. Uh, Rito's like, no, but he says it a little more long-winded than that. Right. But his head pops off and flips and then lands back on his shoulders. Did he? Not part of his teleportation because he no. teleports like he right that, after that. But there's a whole before. thing with his head flipping off. He did that in like, the third episode of, of Alien Rangers. He just like landed on the ground. His head just did a backflip. Yeah. He does it again here. I like it. I just don't know why they do it. I'm not saying it's bad, but it's just it's kind of weird. Uh, so yeah, they just grab Zeo Crystal when they leave, and then immediately the Power Rangers come back. Yep, they, yeah, they take the money and run, as I have in my notes. That, that Alpha's like, bad news, guys. And they're like, oh, what? Even though the altar right in front of us that had the Zeo Crystal in it is now empty. It's now completely what empty. What is the bad news? Oh, bad news is that the Zeo Crystal's gone. Here's the worst news that they did not know about. Now it's time for the bomb to blow up. So it goes like, is it a countdown? There's a four, three, two, one. I think. I don't know. Now the episode gets good. Yeah. So now, things are blowing up. Alpha is screaming bloody murder. It he, is horrifying. Yeah, it's very scary. Everyone is, like, like being thrown around, and they don't know what to do. Billy hits his head and gets, like, sparks blown in his face. They're like... Right, because Zoran's like, guys, leave. And Adam's just like, no, we won't leave you! Like... Very demanding, like, we're yeah. staying with you. We're going down with the ship. And then Zoran's like, Alpha, get him out of here. And he goes to get him out, and he gets, like, jostled around or something, so he can't do it. And Billy pops up, and it's like, Alpha, no! And, like, dives across the command center. Hits he, a he successfully hits the teleport button, but not before he gets blown up in his yeah. face. Like, sparks are flying everywhere. It's, like, It's yeah. very hectic, and it's very terrifying. Yeah, they Like, the fear in this scene is... Real. I don't know what they were doing. Yeah, uh, they they teleport out of there, and so we're just we're left on Alpha and Zordon for a second. And Alpha is like, "What are we gonna do?" Yeah, he's, like he just screams, "I don't know what to do!" And then everything blows then, up. Yeah. Then we cut outside. The Rangers are like teleporting. They're like getting up because they like were thrown out. They just kind of like yeah. plopped down. Uh, Billy's unconscious. He's fine though. He's just <laughs> he's just unconscious for a you second. You think he's dead for a second, but then he like so they get him up. up. They look up at the command center, and the thing blows up. Just like boom, and the episode ends. Like yeah. we get a shot. It ends on the ruined command yeah, center. Yeah, like, like well, no. It, oh no, it ends it, on them reacting to yeah. it. But you see the command center just like blown up. Just There's like gone. a tiny little bit of the base left. Yeah. And the rest of it is gone. 
keep in mind, this is everything Tanya knows about the future so far. Right, yeah. It's just blown and now up. now it's gone. Um, and then before it ends, I think Tommy says this could be the end of the Power Rangers. And that's it. Final thoughts on Hog Day Afternoon Part uh, 2. Up until the final two, maybe three minutes where everything just goes all the way to heck. Yeah, where they... Where they Go all in with it. This episode's kind of booty. It's pretty booty. <laughs> it's pretty booty. It, uh, oh, I just, I, I hate the Alien Rangers season. I like the Alien Rangers. I don't know. I like, mean, I want, I want to like the Alien Rangers. I think they're, they're just the right balance of, like, not from Earth, but still pretty quirky. Yeah, I, I, I but like. But everything that happens around them is the dumbest. I like Terry. I like Terry. Um, I like Sestro's like, stuff when he wasn't just dehydrated. All I like the time. Delphine's character, just not the way that she moves. Yeah, that's that's a little much. I do like that she's like like as soon as Tommy. I wish we would have seen more with adult them. You know, like yeah, because like as soon as Tommy shows up, I wish up, they would have fought together. That would have been really cool. Because uh, like as soon as Tommy shows up and he's an adult and she's like flirty with him, I'm like, oh, I'm into this Delphine. Yeah. I'm into like. Kind of flirty Delphine who's like, hey, boy. Just you know humanize that? her a little bit. Don't make yeah. her be like an alien robot fish. She's, she's like, an, Yeah, that's pretty much it. She's an alien <laughs> robot fish. Um, she's got a good morphing time, so that's pretty cool. This one had a, another good one. Yeah. Uh, it was returned return to form. I just hate so much that the time travel and the alien rangers dehydration rules both were so inconsistent. Yeah. It just, it just tanks the whole season. But as far as Hog Day Afternoon goes, it's basically the whole season in one episode and then... Two really awesome minutes. Yeah. That probably drove me crazy when I was a kid. Hog Day Afternoon is the entire season of Turbo in two episodes. Because that's like, what, 40 episodes, right? Yeah. So two episodes is 40 minutes. So the, two- last, the last two minutes are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, your math adds up. Uh, the conversion rate checks out. I have a couple questions like, why isn't Tanya 100? But I guess we kind of answered that. I don't know. Uh, I don't think I have any more final thoughts. I think no, I'm so it's, exhausted. It's booty. Uh, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> We're going to read Sky's email now. All right. Uh, it is called Thoughts About Tanya. All right. Lay them on me. Which is why I had to wait. Until I have a lot of thoughts about Tanya, which I've aired in this episode. Okay. Hey, fellas. Tanya is almost here, and I'm sure I share a lot of concerns other people have voiced, but I thought I'd share my thoughts. So Aisha goes to get the yellow Zeo crystal, and she finds Tanya, who not only luckily speaks fluent English, or maybe Aisha speaks whatever language they, uh, they speak in the miscellaneous unnamed African country, but she also takes Ish to her village, and everyone there also speaks English. Uh, we find out that somehow Aisha has wandered into the village of her of her grandmother. It's actually her great aunt. Her great aunt. So um, that's actually one step above grandmother. Or is your that, grandmother's sister? Is that on the same level? Yep. I never understood that. Wouldn't that be your grand aunt? Anyway, so Isha decides, the heck with it, I'm going to abandon literally every responsibility I have, which includes actively saving the world, and uh, I'm going to stay here in the past. And Tanya's probably got this, uh, proving pretty definitively that Aisha is the worst stranger. No offense to Karen Ashley. Same thing with, it's the same thing with Steve Cardenas. It's like, he's not the problem with Rocky. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Karen Ashley's not the problem with Aisha, but like, Aisha's a problem. Uh, so, okay, fine. Tanya's brought to the future. She is legit from somewhere around 1940, question mark, because it's never mentioned, uh, but was 11 when that happened. They reassemble the Zeo Crystal, and she ages up to where the other Rangers are. Uh, the, the other Rangers are. Okay, sure, Power Rangers made up magic physics. 
fine, that's great. Why wouldn't that have happened? My problem comes <laughs> from the fact that this is the mind of an 11-year-old girl from a non-industrialized nation inside the body of a 17-ish-year-old young lady. I'm not saying that the character of Tanya isn't smart, but I don't think that she could be prepared to join high school with the other rangers. Also, I just don't think one can handle the pressure of fighting monsters to death to the death on a near daily basis and all the potential lives lost in the collateral damage at 11 years old. I'm also super uncomfortable with her dating a guy, uh, dating that guy for a bunch of other less PG rated reasons. <laughs> Guess she gets a boyfriend soon. I don't remember it. And I now, don't either. now I'm worried. Pushing aside the weird implications of racial stuff, I think the weirdest part of the character swap is how no one on this super team cares at all about any time paradoxes that could potentially ruin the world. Maybe because Zordon's trapped in a time warp, he knows that futzing with the time stream doesn't do much. Power Rangers are weird, you guys. XOXO, Sky. <laughs> uh, uh, XOXO, back to you, Sky. Yeah, man, it's, uh, it's a good email. I yeah, I Your mean, guess is as good as ours. Uh, saying she came back up and did not age coming from through the time warp with the Zeo Crystal, and then aging up from there... So she's, they're like, we'll say they're 17. Yeah. Well, they graduate at the start of Turbo, so they got right. one year left. Well, so, yeah. We'll so say about 17. 17. It never dawned on me that that's the mind of an 11-year-old in there. Yeah. And it's never portrayed that way or brought up again. Nope, she's fine. She's just fine yep. from here on. Um, my only reasoning is, like, Power Rangers magic? Like, the Zeo Crystal also was that like, might have I'm going to age your brain up, too. But, but like, you can't just... Put wisdom in somebody. No, I mean, like when I right. don't know. Zordon made of time. Zordon when, gave them some love Link, potions. When Link wakes up seven years in the future, okay, on board so far in the Temple of Light, he's still mentally ten. Yeah, unless it's something like with that. It's a different story because, like, maybe the dream state there was like stuff going on. Maybe because, like, like Rauru was a. Uh, Training like him, pumping dreams yeah. into him to like make him also grow up in his like brain. Majora's Mask. That would grow you up pretty quick. That's, if that's true. a dream and not a second story, which could be either. I always like to think that it's the dream he had while um, he was sleeping for seven years. That's not my preferred one, but I do think it makes a lot of sense. I think that is probably the, as far as timeline stuff goes. It's not where it is in the official timeline. No, but that's but I, where that's I, where it is in my heart. I think that where that's kind of where it makes the most sense, and it would also explain. I don't know why I started talking about that. Models are. I, I just wanted to talk about Zelda <laughs> because Aisha aged up basically the same amount of time that Link Tanya did. did. Tanya, I no Aisha did too. I'm not wrong. <laughs> so no, you're right. You're right. That's not who we're talking about. I'm worried about her dating someone if she's still 11 in her head, but I guess I guess we're just gonna have to like agree that like magic we, power. Yeah, physics. we just need to accept the fact that she's 17 now. Yeah, and also mentally, the Zeo crystal is very powerful. Yep. as we keep hearing it's the most powerful thing in the universe. Yeah, so that's in, until they get some cars. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what's more powerful than the Zeo than the mythical Zeo crystal? Trucks, trucks, <laughs> hook them trucks, hook them trucks. And uh, that's it. That's a that's going to do it for us. That should be fun for you. For season three, <laughs> Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Guys, that's it. So if you're new to uh, the Morphin Grid, if this is your first time being with us through a hiatus, basically what happens is you're still going to get episodes. You're only going to get one a week. There will be, it's on Mondays. There will be a couple Frankenstein episodes uh i think we might do a more commentary on the musical on the stage show oh boy because uh, it's only an hour long so like maybe we'll maybe we'll do that it's on youtube so like you can sync it up and actually watch it together that might be fun if you have any suggestions feel free to send them to us we're gonna do a morphe award where we give this past uh season awards ba well 
well, technically, you give them awards, and then we pick the winners. You give us the categories, we pick the winners. So uh, also do that. Send in your categories. If um, you have some like suggestions also, if you have some nominees, send those in also with yeah, your categories. Because uh, I'll be – I was thinking about it today at work. I was like, crap. Who is my favorite monster from this season? And what does that even mean? Does that mean the one that I think was the most effective or just the one that I like the well, most? They, well, we have two. We have best monster and favorite monster. Okay. <laughs> because I covered those bases early. I know who my vote for best monster is. I don't know. I don't know I, who my favorite is. I'll have to, uh, I can do some research. I'll have to look into it. Um, so if you, yeah, uh, I think last year Sean sent in his nominees or his winners for the Morphe Awards too. Uh, one of our, one of our listeners. Yeah, Sean. send in your choices. And so we'll yeah, read if those you got it, um, yeah, if, uh, if you want to wait till afterwards, that's cool. Uh, we're going to read them all. Also, please send in your best of stuff if you have that. Uh, I know we had two lists from Jonathan, or no, one list from Jonathan, two lists from Christina, and, uh, they have timestamps because you guys are the best. So, <laughs> If you have, if you guys have goofs or jokes or bits that we did that you really enjoy, that you think should be on the best of, go ahead and send those in to the email. Should try to find some of my good Finster impressions before they fell out of me. I, <laughs> before I jinx you to death. <laughs> well, I know the last one is in the King of Jinxes, <laughs> so uh, it's before then. We're gonna do a, po- uh, a crossover with our Pokemon podcast where we give all of the Power Rangers um, their team of six Pokemon. Yeah, we're already doing that drastically different from each other. Yep. Uh, and feel free to send your teams in. Why, are you not picking six? Oh, I'm picking six, but just like the theme and the way we're picking oh, yeah, them yeah, is very different. So, yeah, if you have some send yours in, Sky sent in his, and I'm not going to lie to you, I've looked at it because I need some ideas. Uh, yeah, I, if might, you, I might have to peek at it too. If you guys if you guys have any for that, send them in. Uh, we're also, the, oh, the, the, the big, the two big ones, I guess, you know, big ones. We're doing a Christmas episode. Uh, we're doing I'm Dreaming of a White Ranger. I just remembered that today, so good thing I did, <laughs> um, because we skipped it, because it's not continuity. It's sort it's of definitely a, yeah. not. So we're going to be doing that. That'll go on Christmas Day, uh, but Jake, I don't celebrate Christmas. Oh, that's cool. I really don't either. It's, uh, Christmas is a time to like be, you know, be grateful for what you got and to be with your friends and family. Right, we are giving yeah. you an episode about a Christmas episode of Power Rangers. Yeah, it's not. There's no. There's no like our gift to you. We'll yeah. put a. We'll put a bow on the album art. <laughs> that's you're gonna have to do that. I could do it. I, I, I could do, do that. that. So that's uh, yeah. It's not like a oh Christmas stuff. It's like a Christmas guys like the right. season. And then finally, the last thing we're gonna be doing is uh, there's a bunch of little short Zio. It's called the Zio serial. And we're going to... Z-O-O's. The Z- <laughs> Not that kind of serial. Um, Z-O's. <laughs> um, so we're going to be doing that. We're going to watch all of those and then do a regular Morphin Grid style episode on that. I think it's going to be six weeks. I'm not sure. A couple Frankencasts. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, we're coming back the first Monday of the new year. So that's, uh, that's that. Also, I am lowering the deadline for best ofs to December 15th because I realized... It's probably going to be a lot more work than than uh, two weeks. Might need five weeks. So that's your deadline for that. I'm rambling because I don't want to end this season. No, that's a lie. I really want to end this season. No, you can't. Bring it home. Morphingrid.tumblr.com <laughs> is our website. You can email us at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at morphingrid. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash themorphingrid. And we're on iTunes and Stitcher. Leave us a rating and review on January 1st or else you will be under arrest. <laughs> We will send the Blue Centurion to your house to arrest you and bring you to space jail. Basically, what we're going to do, hack the planet, hack the whole world, 
I'm going to make a Gibson cluster. We're going to find out your IP addresses, and then we're going to call all of your local police and be like, uh, excuse me, officer, they gonna, did not leave a rating review. We're going to get into your mainframes with, with some worms, and we're going <laughs> yeah, to worm your mainframes We're going to code the worm into your mainframe, <laughs> and we're going to call the cops on you. Yep. So January 1st, guys, or else bad news. You're going to jail, misters. <laughs> and Mrs. Or Mrs. Thank you so much for listening. I can't believe we're almost two years old at this point. We've made it through three so years. I feel so much older. Zio's next, and I'm so excited about that. Uh, thank you guys for coming on this ride with us, and we will see you next time. But until then, may the power protect you. Are you ready to rock? I want to rock. Rock. Don't dare.